Yo, everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I'm your boy, Big Black. Jason, coming in from that satellite of love. Coming in. Welcome back. I'm a dad now. Congratulations to all of you for listening to that. Yeah. Congratulations, John. The kids got to even look weird. Nope. <laughs> cute ass baby. It is. She, she is very cute. So, congratulations. Thanks. Uh, cheers to you, sir. Uh, I'm glad both you and mom and her are all doing well. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, we're just going to jump right into this shit head first because. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of sports, so, you know, dude's got a lot of free times on their hand, and, uh... I think the old thing is idle hands are the devil's plaything. Right. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, and I feel that the NFL players have some idle hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> More so than any other season. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just to start off, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna start with the girl Thomas. Uh, Earl Thomas news because that happened last week and we weren't on, uh, so we'll just hit on that. Uh, Earl Thomas, uh, it was reported that a TMZ was going to release a uh, story about Earl Thomas. He decided that he would get in front of it and release a video, and he's like, yo, GMC is going to release a video, and I hope it would stay private, blah, blah, blah. So GMC fucking released the article that night, because they're like, fuck it, it's out there. Right. Um, and the details are fucking crazy. So, uh, Earl Thomas and his wife were having an argument for uh, presumably being stuck in the house for months at a time together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, she thought he was drinking. So he called his brother up to, uh, to pick him up, and uh, the two of them drove off. She then hacks his Snapchat, finds out who he's hooking up with, proceeds to call two of her girls and then she grabs her she grabs her old handgun I forget what kind of handgun it was but it was a handgun <laughs> she unloads the clip but there's one still in the barrel yeah uh, which is important <laughs> mm, very uh, so she and her two uh, lady friends who I also think one of them was uh, Earl Thomas's brother's wife wife I think, but I'm not entirely sure. They go to the girl's house that Earl's hooking up with. They storm in, find him in bed with the girl and his brother. (laughs) Uh, Which, I mean, you know, not the king's shame. Everybody was of age. It was consensual, but weird. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. I don't have siblings, and I think it's weird. (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, you ain't catching me and my brother fucking the same bitch. Nope. <laughs> nope. But, uh, you know, so she forces Earl out and uh, she takes the safety off the gun and holds it to Earl's head. And, like, she was just trying to scare him. That's why she took the, the clip out. But if she had pulled the trigger, she would have murdered Earl Thomas. Yeah, she would have killed him dead on yeah. accident. Like, on purpose. She didn't mean to. It would have probably been manslaughter, but still. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> no, they're not like, a fucking. That's mm, mm. crazy. It is. 
guns aren't a joke. Um, but yeah, that is a. Uh, I watch a lot of Mori, and man, that's like a Mori episode, yo. Like for real. Oh yeah, no. It's just like I was listening to uh, I was listening to the details on the radio, and it was like one of those things where I was like, I ended up sitting in my car in the driveway for like five minutes while they were talking about the story because I was just like, well, I can't get it gets crazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that shit like, is fucking wild, man. And uh, like I should point out that Earl Thomas is totally the victim in all of this. Yeah, he did not strike his wife. Did not threaten her. He's not a good husband, but like you know. Yeah, in this. I thought <laughs> yeah. When it was announced, I was just like, "Oh man, like he what? He beat up his wife or some shit." But no, quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the victim in this not, portion of the story. You know, obviously he's cheating not on his wife, abuse, like he said. Not that the abuse of a woman to a man is okay or anything like that. Obviously, it's very serious. Yeah, yeah. But what is funny is that he was fucking the same same lady as his brother at the same time. (laughs) And she busted in with two of her (laughs) homegirls. Yeah. Which, I, oh my God, that would be tough. Like, ugh. So, uh, gentlemen, make sure you're Snapchat, when you're Snapchapping, Snapchapping hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Snapchapping. When you're, uh, when you're cheating on your wife, Make sure your passwords are good. <laughs> like, just log out of shit. And uh, when they're like, she hacked his Snapchat, I'm like, she just didn't fucking log out of some device. She's like, well, let's see what's up. Yeah, what a... Because uh... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Earl Thomas' wife... Now, I might be wrong, but I don't think she's, like, tech-savvy enough to fucking actually hack somebody's fucking phone like that. I know, I, yeah. I'm like, yeah. dummies, man. Straight dummies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Earl Thomas, uh, getting, getting domestically abused. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking crazy assholes. But in other NFL news, Four players got arrested uh, last night. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm just... And that's I'm... not counting fucking Dunbar and Baker, who were arrested, who were arrested earlier this week. No, they weren't <laughs> or, arrested. Uh, there's just arrest warrants out for... The, there's a yeah, warrants out for the issue, arrest. Yeah. They were bonded out. But, yeah, that whole thing is weird. They were charged with armed robbery, but their lawyers have, like affidavits from other people at the party who were saying it was all legal or whatever. That's what I'm... I'm assuming with that incident, it's gambling gone wrong, period. That's it. Oh, yeah, no. I think it was over ice game. It probably was. That's some real shit. That's some real hood shit. Like, niggas, niggas get killed over dice games. It's crazy. I don't even know how to play craps. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. I'll teach you. Once the once the virus is over, we'll, we'll shoot some shit. I guess you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll teach me how to play dice. I'll finally understand the Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> oh, my wife gonna kill me. 
I love it. <laughs> fucking Ashy Larry. Yeah, that's that shit. <laughs> Lena Washington. But um, yeah, yeah. These the the four players though, I just found out about that because you know I've been in dad mode, so I haven't really been venturing too much outside of my personal life at the moment. So I just found out about this. What have, we've been on air for what uh, about nine minutes coming up on here? So yeah. I just found out about this twelve minutes ago. <laughs> so four players, goddamn! I'm gonna read this article while you uh, can you fill us in. Well, yeah, so there was the, oh, uh, Raiders rookie, no, that's not it. Yeah, two players were arrested on unrelated charges. And then, yeah, counting Dunbar and fucking goddamn it. Oh, we get Fucking Dunbar and, uh, what's his face? Those counted the other two. Let me see. One was a DUI? Yeah, there's a DUI. It looks like it says Cody Latimer was arrested. Cody, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cody Latimer, because he used to be a Bronco. That's why I knew. Yeah, he was booked. Shots fired after midnight. He was booked on charges of assault in the second degree, menacing, illegal discharge of a firearm, prohibited use of a weapon, and reckless endangerment. And then Saturday, uh, that was the Quentin Dunbar and DeAndre Baker shit. They turned themselves in um, for that attempted robbery. Or not attempted. The alleged robbery. Yeah. um, Semi-automatic weapons and getaway cars and all types of shit. And then Saturday evening, it says Bill, that was the dude, Ed Oliver. He was arrested on DWI and unlawful possession of a weapon. Like, Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. This is what happens when you don't have training camp. <laughs> oh my god! It's like yo, leave that shit alone, nigga. What the fuck? Stupid motherfucker. I I understand. Yeah, I am mean, from the hood. I get it, but I'm also not stupid. And I guess that's what it comes down to. Because nigga, you ain't catching me doing hood shit. If I made it to the NFL or to the NBA, you ain't catching me doing no hood shit. It's not fucking worth it. But you're not real anymore, John. I don't give a fuck because them, them real <laughs> niggas ain't paying my bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that yeah. shit. That shit is stupid to me. You know? Um, it's the same thing with rappers. Like, But I get it. Rappers, you got to have an image. There's this whole thing that goes with it. It's not that I'm accepting and saying that it's okay. But I said it. Like I said, I get it. Athletes, though, man, you need to have other people do your dirty work. You know what I'm saying? If you're living that life, you can't. You got to have other people do it until you get out the spotlight. And then you can go back to doing your hood rat shit because nobody's going to fucking care. Yeah, no. There was uh, one guy. He was like one of the Broncos rookies got like a like a $100,000 truck. And this other guy was like, well, based on like where he was drafted, he made this much money. He like broke it down. And like he was like, that $100,000 truck? We'll leave him with like Fifteen thousand dollars at the end of the year. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's like because you know you gotta take care of mom. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he's like, that'll be like a hundred grand. <laughs> man, man, he better get some endorsements or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, then like you gotta get rent for where you're living. <laughs> you 
Yeah, that's true because it's not a. You're probably not living in a house yet. You're definitely yeah. You're paying somebody. I mean, yeah. you're living in a house, but you probably don't own that home. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Just poor money management all around. Um, I mean, I understand. You know, you never have money in your entire life, and you want to get that nice thing. Oh, absolutely. No, I get that too. I get it. And it's not. It's it's just it seems like it's athletes in general though. It's not just you know we're talking about NFL athletes right now and the young guys and shit. Um, but man, you always it seems like every day I open up the news or go on the internet. It's like hey, you remember this guy from this team who was so great? Yeah, he's doing real bad right now. You know, it's like you're doing better than this person who was like at the top of the world ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like that shit is just. It's very strange yeah, to me. Well, you know, they haven't watched Broke. Watch Broke. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. That shit is great. That's another uh, sports-related documentary that has mostly to do with money, but it's still good. Broke. Well, I Watch mean, that it's, shit. It's about athletes and money. Yeah. No, it's so you know, it's, it's really good. It's a specific problem. It really is. But, We'll call this the gossip episode. <laughs> yeah, the gossip episode. Gossip, gossip, gossip episode. The there gossip. it goes. That's all we got to talk about because uh, James <laughs> James the only guy who's like all of his sports just haven't stopped. For the rest of us, we're like, uh, maybe, maybe I'll watch German soccer. <laughs> For real. Speaking of scam, let's just throw it to scam real quick because we do have some uh, actual sporting news like uh, Mr. Snog over here alluded to. So um, we'll take a listen to that shit. We'll be right back, yo. For real, for real. For real, for real. For room, room. For room, for room. Yo, yo, yo. What up, Uncle Scam? Uncle again, Hi. nigga. <laughs> What's going on, Father John? Uncle Johnny boy. <laughs> chilling, 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 doing the damn thing. But I'm excited to get a little back to some normalcy here. You know, it's been a nice week. It's been a crazy week. But anyways, let's get into the shit, dog. What we got? What we got? Yeah. Well, speaking of normalcy, that we actually had some actual live sporting events. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Uh, not only do we have UFC, we had some real live NASCAR uh, going on actually right now as we speak, as this is recorded. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, so kicking off with the UFC going ham. Um, they had three events in Jesus in a week. Uh, they had UFC 249 uh, was two weeks ago on Saturday. Uh, Saturday. This past Saturday, they had UFC on ESPN 8, and between that, there was a fight night. Um, So, kicking off with UFC 249, since we didn't really get to speak about it because of all the shit that went down. Because I was having a baby? Yeah, let's go. Exactly. Um, First time, I'm probably going to bring up prelims for these breakdowns, but... um, this card was so fucking stacked. I mean, it's crazy. But in the prelims, we had Carlos Barza defeating Michelle Watterson by split decision, uh, which 
I kind of think was bullshit. I think Michelle Watterson had that. Um, but it was it was it was a close call. Uh, Lexi Olenek defeated Fabrizio Verdum by split decision, and Anthony Pettis defeated uh, Cowboy Cerrone by unanimous decision. Yeah. Then in the main card, uh, oh, and I'm not gonna go into details about the finishes. I'm just gonna say how it finished. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much shit. Uh, so Greg Hardy defeated Jorgen DeCastro by unanimous decision. Uh, Calvin Qatar from the New England Mafia. I'm sorry, New England Cartel. <laughs> um, he defeated who was it? Um, Jeremy Stevens. Uh, hit him with a, a nice elbow and finished him off with punches in round two. So got the KO win. Uh, Francis Agano defeated Jardino Rosenstruck by KO, uh, which was due to punches in round one. Then we had the uh, triple champ, triple C, king of cringe, whatever the fuck you want to call him, Henry Cejudo. Uh, he, de- he defeated Dominic Cruz by TKO. Finished him off with knee and some punches in round two. Um, that one, Dominic Cruz was trying to say it was kind of it was a it was a bullshit stoppage. Uh, he tried to say some shit about the ref smelled like cigarettes and then alcohol. <laughs> uh, but Herb Dean, Herb Dean came out and was like he didn't smell like shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh... heat of the moment kind of thing. But yeah, um, I can see why Cruz was upset, but you could also see he, he got hurt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, after that. Um, Henry Cejudo, who defended his belt, he um, he retired. Yeah. So he's done. Um, so we'll see if that's true or not. Uh, see how long that retirement actually lasts. <laughs> then in the main event, we had Justin Gaethje uh, killing all hopes of a Tony Ferguson Khabib Ragamedov fight because <laughs> uh, he beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he did. Finished him off with punches for the TKO in round five, um, which I mean, the corner could have thrown a towel at any second. Like, that, was, that was a pretty brutal beating. Yeah, he got his ass beat. Yeah, I watched it. I was, uh, oh god, okay. I don't even want to remember how I was watching it, but yeah, I was watching it in the hospital. It was tight. Yeah, one of his coaches, uh, Eddie Bravo, Joe Rogan's boy, Eddie B. My companion for the, for the most recent event. Because uh, this one was like two weeks ago. So for the most recent event, they were asking him about this. He was saying, he was like, he said, yeah, throw it in the towel across my mind, but I wouldn't do it to him. He's like, he, that's not what he would want. Man, look, that's but, not uh, your point, though. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it is what it is. But yeah, so Tony Ferguson goes down. He's no longer undefeated. Uh, Justin Gaethje is now the interim. Uh, what is that? Was it light middle lightweight? Lightweight, yeah. Lightweight champion. Uh, so yeah, so that was UFC 249. Uh, then in the middle of the week, Wednesday night, we had UFC Fight Night 171. Uh, I'm not sure if this was on regular ESPN or just ESPN Plus. Um, I think it was just ESPN Plus, I believe. 
but this one opened up the main card with uh, Thiago Moises defeating Michael Johnson by decision. Get him off with a heel hook in round two. Damn. <laughs> uh, Andre Olowski, who's surprisingly still fighting. That's crazy. Uh, he defeated Felipe Lins, or Lins by unanimous decision. Uh, Ricky Simon, who I was surprised to see was still in the UFC, defeated Ray Borg by split decision. Uh, Drew Do- Dauber, I believe. Dober? No, that's Dauber. Uh, he defeated <laughs> Alexander Hernandez by TKO uh, due to punches in round two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Ben Rothwell defeated Open St. Brew by split decision. And then Glover Teixeira knocked the teeth out of Anthony Smith. Um, what? Finished him off with punches for the TKO in round five. I mean, obviously, you literally mean that because you don't say shit like that. He knocked his teeth out. Yeah. Um, it was <laughs> a moment in the fight. Obviously, because there's no fans, you can hear everything. When he's in the corner, he's t- talking about how his, te- his, like, his teeth were loose and falling out and shit. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, Anthony Smith caught a beating, um, which was yeah, kind of surprising. I thought Anthony Smith would have had that. Uh, he's kind of the, like the young, hungry fighter. Glover Teixeira has been around for a while, but still doing his thing. Doing it. Holy shit. <laughs> Matisse right. loose. Oh, and, uh, yeah, all these events happen in the same arena. Right. Um, in uh, Florida. I think it was Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, so last night, the final event in this trilogy was UFC on ESPN 8. Uh, this one, main card opened up with Song Yidong defeating Monavera by unanimous decision. Uh, then we had Christoph Jarko defeating Eric Anders by unanimous decision. Uh, Dan IG defeated Edson Barboza by split decision. Uh, Barboza was pissed about that decision at the end of that fight. <laughs> Stormed out of the ring, wishing his hand or anything. Wow. Yeah, he's here. Oh, no, wait, was it that fight or was it. I may be confusing that with the Eric Anders fight. Oh. You watched it, not me. One of the two, yeah, one of the two got pissed <laughs> off. Stormed off. Uh, in the co-main event, we had Claudia Cadelia defeating Angela Hill by split decision, which, uh, that one, I really think Hill won that fight. But, uh, yeah, that is what it is. That's what happens when it goes to the judges. For real. And then in the main event, Alice Overeem destroyed Walt Harris. Uh, well, actually, they had a, they had a nice back and forth. Um, but it, it started with, I think, Walt Harris rocking Overeem. And then they kind of went back and forth, but Overeem ended up getting the TKO. Uh, finished him off with punches in round two. Uh, this was Harris's first fight back after uh, the murder of his stepdaughter. Right. And all that shit. Right. Um, and it got cancellation because of the viruses and all that shit. Uh, so after the thing, he was like real emotional. She got, it, it's mad awkward because it's so quiet and shit in there. Um, right. But Overeem, I mean, perfect, true professional, mad respectful in the ring, in the cage. Um, yeah, sucks for Harris, but. Yeah. That's I mean, what happens, man. Heavyweights. 
Right. So I love it. Tired bastards. I love it. Yeah, so that was uh, the UFC's scramble to get a certain number of events done so they don't have to pay money or lose money, whatever the case is. Yeah, man, those TV deals are fucking strict. Yeah. About to get ripped off by uh, Disney and ESPN. <laughs> we own you now. And then it's like they turn UFC into a Disney Channel show. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ruined. <laughs> Bruce Buffett gets replaced by Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you guys ready to tickle? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. The UFC banging him out because fuck your health. We need those monies. Word. Um, I didn't even look forward to see what their next event was scheduled for either. Um, we'll find out in soon. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, jumping into some AEW. AEW, AEW. As, actually, we're actually gearing up to uh, double or nothing. Uh, double or nothing, yeah. yeah. Double or nothing's this Saturday. It is on Saturday. It's... All right, we'll talk about this off-air type. Uh, definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> kicked off, uh, well this week's a uh, Dynamite kicked off with Lance Archer and Jake the Snake coming out to the ring. Um, as Archer was coming out, he's already beating the shit out of some random guy coming out of the tunnel. That's his thing, yo, I love it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, normally it's some dude sitting at ringside, but this time he's already beating the shit out of somebody as he comes out. Um, so they get, they finally get to the ring. Jake the Snake says that he was asked to issue an apology because uh, last week after oh, yeah. Brady Rhodes got knocked out, he put his um, put his snake, real snake, uh, on Brady Rhodes as she was unconscious. <laughs> uh, so he said he he wasn't going to apologize. Started talking all kinds of shit, saying shit, basically saying like women belong in the kitchen, not in the ring. Uh, when you come into the ring, it's like a no man's land kind of thing. So shit happens. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great, <laughs> yeah, classic, fucking classic great snake promo. <laughs> so good. Uh, said Cody's time was up, <laughs> um, and then we started hearing like engine noises. Cody was in this giant pickup truck. Oh yeah. Um, sped up and crashed into a barrier that was like five feet away from him. <laughs> Gets out of the truck. And then, like, runs into Lance Archer, they start fighting. And that's kind of how that ends, they just kind of fight their way off. <laughs> that is yeah, how so it that's... ended. I was feeding the uh, baby while I was watching that shit. So, I, was, I said I was feeding my baby while I was yeah. watching it, so... I was wondering, I was like, how the fuck did that shit end? But it didn't, it just kind of... Yeah, right. they just kind of fought off. Alright, it worked. Um... <laughs> So yeah, after that, I believe it was commercial. And then they come back with like a highlight package of uh, basically like the tag team rankings and the breakdown of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, that led into a match between Best Friends and Jurassic Express. Oh yeah. Um, great match. Obviously, two good teams. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Jurassic Express when they wrestle tag teams, it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Marco's on the, on the side. 
Um, but yeah, so at the end of this match, um, kind of weird, Ray Phoenix comes out and super kicks Orange Cassidy, who's not involved in the match, he's just at ringside for best friends. Uh, but that kind of distracts everybody. MJF takes advantage of that and attacks yeah. Jungle Boy because they got a match at double or nothing. So after he attacks Jungle Boy, he tosses him in the ring. And Chuck Taylor, the best friends, takes Jungle Boy, hits him with an awful waffle, and they end up getting the win. Uh, right after the best friends get the win, Wardlow destroys Marco's Dunn. That's right, um, dog. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see exactly what happened, but from what it looked like, it looked like he got slammed into the, the rail. Oh, man. Marco be but, fucking eating him every week. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably going to catch an ass whipping from uh, Wardlow in his next match. Just working his way through the biggest dudes in the fucking company. I know. It's, it's, it's Cut that dude a check, bro. Word. My nigga's putting in work. He's the new age Spike Dudley. Yo, that's real shit. That's real. Spike was crazy. But yes, tiny, tiny, tiny dude. Oh, man. Good shit, Marco Stuff. Good shit. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, Whew. I believe was the Moxley showing up at the arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guy tried to interview him, and Moxley just kind of stormed right by him. Didn't say shit. After that, we had a women's fatal four-way match. Yeah, um, that was a pretty good match. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think it was an official number one contenders match, mm -hmm. uh, but it had like implications uh, because I mean we'll get there. But the match got determined after this. Uh, so it was Karoshida taking on Penelope Ford, Chris Dadlander, and Britt Baker. Um, like I said, solid match. Yeah. Uh, everybody had their time to shine, doing their thing. A uh, couple slip-ups, uh, but I mean, a lot of these people, are, but they're all basically new. Yeah. I think she is probably the most experienced one out of them all. Yeah, they're all new, and none of them fucking wrestled recently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what happened at the end is Britt Baker got her lockjaw submission hold, which is basically like the old school uh, mankind mandible claw mm -hmm. and like a cripple cross face kind of thing. Um, she had Chris Statlander and that shit in the outside of the ring and wouldn't let go, which basically gave Hikaru Shida and Penelope Ford like a singles match. Hikaru Shida took advantage of that shit and picked up the win. And then after that, um, they basically announced it's Hikaru Shida and actually, no, I won't say that yet um, uh, because some shit happened. All right, so yeah, so yeah, don't want to jump ahead. Uh, so after that, like I said, Kawashima got the win there. Uh, after that, we had a video of uh, Shuti, who has apparently embraced the name <laughs> Pineapple Pete. Uh, he seems to be going by that now. Uh, but basically, they had a little video package from him talking about his big chance against Jericho. Obviously, he has a match with him later on that night. Fucking Pineapple um, Pete. Pineapple Pete. <laughs> uh, after that, um, we had a tag match. Uh, it was Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega taking on Santana and Ortiz. 
That was a good one. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, Santana and Ortiz attacked Kenny Omega before Matt Hardy was even able to come out. Um, <laughs> towards the end of the match, Sammy Guevara came out in a neck brace. Uh, since we didn't cover it because we were, uh, we were out. Uh, but yeah, Sammy Guevara got uh, destroyed by a golf cart last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he was limping around in, in a neck brace. Uh, but he came to the ring with a chair. Uh, trying to take out... Uh, was it Matt Hardy, I think it was? Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it was Matt Hardy. Yeah, he tried to go for Matt Hardy. Um, but obviously, his shit was all fucked up. Uh, he ended up getting hit with a... Um, I, think, yeah, I think he got the twist of fate from Matt Hardy. Uh, for his troubles. Uh, but at the end of the match... Kenny Omega hit the V-Trigger on Ortiz, who was sitting on the top rope. And then after he got hit with that V-Trigger, Matt Hardy uh, gave him the twist of fate off of that top rope. And got the win there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a solid match. It was. It was weird, because I was like, what is what does Matt Hardy look like in the ring? Because obviously we saw him outside of the ring last week. Yeah. Um, real quick, we're not really talking about last week, but we finally got to see the broken Matt Hardy character. Um, essentially, he just is like different versions of himself. Because at yeah. one point, he was like, you know, fucking Satan bomb Matt Hardy from like the WWE era. Yeah, he did like a wardrobe change in the yeah. of the show. And then he was Damascus again. It was, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but it's different. So Yeah, it is. It's odd. <laughs> Very. I'll see you after that. Uh, we had an interview with uh, Taz and Darby Allen. Uh, this is another interview because they had one previously where basically Taz is trying to give Darby Allen advice. Uh, but the way Taz is, he's supposed to be like this rough and tough New Yorker. So Darby Allen doesn't like the way his advice is coming off. Um, so yeah, basically, Darby Allen walks off on Taz as Taz is trying to give him some advice. Um, after that, they announce that there's going to be a casino ladder match at Double or Nothing. Um, with Darby Allen is one of the participants. I think it's Darby Allen, Ray Phoenix, Orange Cassidy, Cole Cabana. Boom, boom. It's going to be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they announced that. Uh, there's some weird rules. I think it starts with two people, and then people come out kind of like the Royal Rumble kind of deal. Mmm. Okay. Um, yeah, some, some weird kind of stipulation like that. Uh, so after that is where... So this is where I didn't want to jump ahead to. Uh, so after Hikaru Shida won her match, uh, later on, she got interviewed backstage. Uh, while she was getting interviewed backstage, Nyla Rose interrupted her, said she had a present for Sheeta, uh, and then smashes her in the head with the kendo stick. Smashed it right now. I found your kendo stick, bitch. Which <laughs> 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 was <just> fucking hilarious. That shit was stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is where they announced um, the match for Double or Nothing. It's going to be Nyla Rose defending the championship against... Uh, this is going to be 
no DQ, no count out. Yeah, it's gonna be done. This should be a good one. After that, mm. we had the return of MJF. Oh yeah, uh, that's was, right. It's a little warm up now. He was taking on Lee. I was already in the ring when we came back from commercial. Johnson. CS <laughs> um, basics squash match for MJF. Uh, finished him off with a uh, shoulder breaker and then like right into an armbar. Do tap instantly. Uh, MJF then asked for the mic. Decided to talk to the Jungle Boy. And um, basically said that Marco Stun has an open contract for a match, so he's gonna take a match with Marco Stun uh, this coming week on Dynamite before he takes on Jungle Boy at Double or Nothing. So Marco's gonna probably catch an ass whooping from MJF and Wardlow yeah. on Wednesday, <laughs> ending in again on Saturday. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Uh, so after that, we had uh, Jericho and Pineapple Pete. I see Chris Jericho taking on Shook D, aka Pineapple Pete. Um, it was a little deep, a little offense, I should say, from Shook D. But uh, basically, all Jericho um, got a pretty easy win. Um, after he got the win, he called off for the mic, started talking shit to the elite. Um, call out the Elite for a match at Double or Nothing, which is going to be a stadium stampede match. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so basically they're going to have a wrestling match in the 80,000 seat football arena. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, so he issued the challenge, um, and the Elite responded by... Vanguard 1 coming out, which is the little fucking helicopter drone. Um, the drone came out with the, the t-shirt that he'd taken from Jericho weeks ago. Um, and basically, they asked Vanguard 1 if the Elite accepted, and they said they accepted. Um, Jericho then asked Vanguard 1 if he changed his mind about joining the Inner Circle, if he wanted to join now. Then said it didn't matter because they already had a new member named Floyd, which turned out to be the baseball bat he was carrying, which he then used to smash the shit out of Vanguard One. <laughs> um, and then that's when Matt Hardy came out, kind of chased off in a circle, um, and was like devastated that his drone got destroyed. Devastation. I'm surprised. 3,000-year-old Damascus knows what a drone is. No, sir. <laughs> nah, I think that was just Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Because he's like eight people now. All right, yeah. yeah. He's like that character from uh, The Split. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's... After... Yeah, good. Uh, after that, we had the main event, which was Brody Lee taking on Christopher Daniels. Uh, up SCU. Um, solid match. Mm -hmm. um, Brody Lee, uh, well, said so a couple last week, but Brody Lee had basically beat the shit out of Moxley last week and stole his championship belt. Uh, so when he came out for this match, he was wearing Moxley's belt. Um, when he got introduced, he went back to the ring announcer, had the ring announcer uh, reintroduce him as the champion. 
That's right, I um, forgot. <laughs> uh, so then he went on <clears throat> to have the match with Christopher Daniels because you know, remember the whole beef when Brody Lee was first introduced. And right. Christopher Daniels was saying there was no there was no exalted one, this, this, and that. So this kind of brings back that history. Uh, but like I said, you saw the match. But uh, I mean, really did not see Christopher Daniels being Brody Lee in this one. No. Nah. Um, not going into a, a title match at a pay-per-view. But uh, Brody Lee hit the discus lariat, which is finisher. Um, got the win. After he got the win, uh, Moxley, obviously, classic Moxley, comes down to the ring uh, through the non-existent crowd. <laughs> uh, well, the, the actually, since I know a lot of this shit's getting lifted in Jacksonville, so there's a lot more people in the audience. So, uh, like there were two little sections off to the sides of uh, the stands, not where the wrestlers stand. Officially, what it is is it's the employees for AEW that are like filling uh, okay. out the rest of the crowd. That's and right. shit. I, thought was, I, I assumed it was like friends and family or some shit, like husbands and wives. Or yeah, whatever. I mean it could be that too, but it's definitely like they're all part of the AEW production. Yeah, all right, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I mean. Definitely makes for a better show with oh, yeah. some kind of atmosphere going on. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Moxley comes down to the ring, uh, beats his way through a couple of Dark Order goons. Um, but uh, what was it? What's his name? The new Dark Order dude, ten. Oh yeah, number ten. Yeah, number ten. The Jack, Jack White dude with the mask. Um, he and Brody Lee basically escape with the belt. Uh, well, Moxley destroys two Dark Order dudes, two or three Dark Order dudes. Um, then he asked for the mic, uh, Moxley asked for the mic. And basically said, Brody Lee's gonna pay for what he did, stealing his belt. He's gonna pay with interest and double enough and blah, blah, blah. I up the match. match. Yeah. So that was, uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. And we got one more episode of Dynamite before we hit that pay-per-view on Saturday. True, true. Two Dynamites. Two AEW Word. And uh, finally, well, it's not finished yet, but I actually have some live NASCAR racing. Uh, today we have the Real Heroes 400 from Darlington Raceway. Now, is this a real race or is this still e racing? No, real, real live racing. Ooh. Uh, no fans. Um, I think crew crew members are limited like there's a limited number that you are allowed per team mm-hmm. um but there was a lot of stipulations that went into the shit but uh yeah so it's currently going on there's about 16 laps to go uh kevin harvick is in first alex bowman's in second kurt bush is in third uh, chase elliott's in fourth and eric jones is in fifth but like i said 15 to go anything can happen 15 to go shit I didn't, ah, man, I didn't realize it was back so soon. Yeah, yeah, man, they got right up on that. Um, I mean, NASCAR's once more, you don't need fans in the crowd because you rarely hear them. True. True. True, true. All right, so we, we, got, we got some we got, sports back. We got some sports back. All right, all right. Nice. Welcome back to the world. Sports, some kind of normalcy. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, 
All right. You got anything else, brother? Uh, no, that's all I got. Oh, shit. Word. Uh, well, actually, oh, oh, oh. I know we, just, we discussed it off air, but uh, I know we, we decided not to talk about it, but Dark Side of the Ring, I believe this week's episode is the one hard one. So oh, okay. I don't want to miss that one. Okay. Yeah, I finally watched the, the Dino Bravo one. Yeah, last week was Legion of Doom. Uh, this week should be uh, the old hard one. Yeah, yay. Dark Side of the Ring. Check that shit out. Hell yeah, where can they follow you, dog? Follow me at Scan44. Word. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, next week. Appreciate you, too. Alright. Peace. Peace. Appreciate it, my dog. Always, always Lucky. good looks. And Lucky, Yeah. My guy's sports <laughs> didn't really stop. So it's pretty tight. <laughs> pretty tight. <laughs> but speaking of stop sports. Uh, we have some rumors about some uh, seasons resuming, seasons starting. Uh, <laughs> NBA. Excuse me. Yeah, NBA. Uh, NBA. The, uh, the NBA. superstars had a cabal, and uh, they they got together, and they, they, uh, they, they colluded. And then basically we're like, yeah, we'll play. We'll play in empty arenas and like a centralized location. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it boils down to. Um, there's still nothing official, but like uh, Jay Snog said here, they're the top, pretty much like the top players of the league, all were on like a conference call and they all decided like, yeah, well, as long as there's stuff in place for their safety and for everyone else's safety who's going to be there, they're totally fine with playing um the rest of the season what that means we don't fucking know because that's pretty much as far as we got right now um well it's also just like you know you don't want to be playing basketball games and being like yeah every player's tested every day and then suddenly have this like spike in the general population everyone's like well, why the fuck are they getting tested every day right right so right i think from there that because it's like the mlb's talking about an 80 like an 82 game season mm-hmm. so like a half season um starting in july um but it would also be like you wouldn't see like cross-country trips like you know the nl west would basically just play the nl west a bunch we play the al west a lot too um yeah that's you know the close teams and um there'd be a universal designated hitter Oh. Which, yeah, which, like, would fuck up national teams because I'm like, well, we this guy could be uh, a hitter, but he's also like, we need him for our defense. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, so there's that, but um, the players don't seem very excited about that. But also, because I think the owners are asking them to take a pay cut. So, yeah, that's exactly what it comes down to. Um, obviously, sell, uh, health and safety, but uh, the owners are telling them to take a pay cut while the owners get more of said pay cut. So they're asking for a pay cut, players to take a pay cut, and once they do, they're going to split those revenues that they do make 50-50, uh, and the players aren't having that shit. So they're like, you want to take less money, you want to take more money away from me, and then you want to, you know, 
not, yeah, you know. No, I mean, I'm always going to side with the players. Oh, yeah, 100%. Every time. Every time. I don't care if it's millions of dollars. Every time. Yeah, somebody was like, well, they're playing a game for millions of dollars. I would do it for free. I was like, nobody's going to fucking pay you to do it. Yeah. They're not even going to let you do it for free. You're not even going to play for the fucking rec center and you can do it for free. Yeah. I will always side with the players because... Yeah, that's not... I mean, it's not like, oh, yeah, sure. The the players make millions of dollars. But you know who makes billions of dollars? Right. Owners. They can shut the fuck up. Exactly. Exactly. It's man. not gonna hurt you. Yeah. It's gonna suck this year to play games where you're not making like where I'm not paying eleven dollars for a beer. Exactly. <laughs> right. The concessions, that's where it hurts. Because you're getting they're still getting the T V money. It's it's yeah. the concessions. That's what it really is. Cause people are still gonna yeah. buy jerseys and shit, especially if your team's doing well. There's more incentive to buy team gear if you can't be at the stadium, you know? Like, there's money. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm just getting frustrated. (laughs) So, I I mean, like, people are like, well, the players just, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, no, fuck that. They should get, you know, if they're going to take a pay cut, then the owners should fucking take a pay cut. Exactly. Like, well, since we're not... uh, The owners will argue that they're losing revenue and that's their pay cut, but... For those who couldn't, for everyone, because you can't see, I just made a jerk-off motion. (laughs) (laughs) Right, they're losing revenue, and they want to keep more of that lost revenue. And the players aren't having that shit, and I'm with that. (coughs) I'm with it. Yeah. (coughs) Because no one's going to tell me to do my job for free and then pay me less? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, that argument, I'm not doing my job for free. Like, you won't do your job for free. And then... No, and that's not... Work. Yeah, and I'm then not, you're gonna pay uh, me less like, and then give me less yeah. incentives? Fuck you. No. Fuck you. I mean, you know, and whatever. Yeah, MLB Union, you know, they're the best union in the world, so. Oh, yeah, out. for sure, for sure. That's why I'm just like, when people are like, well, the players should just suck it up. Nah, dog, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Nope. I mean, uh, I hope we get a half. I would. If we get a half season baseball. I would. I'd be. I'd be so happy. Yeah, you. It'd be, would... it'd be easy to follow. <laughs> no, for real, because that's like a. It's... <coughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. That's NBA season. You know, eighty-two games, yeah. <laughs> and NBA season I mean, is is long. Oh, 80. Um, but for baseball, man, <coughs> that shit will fucking fly by so goddamn fast. Oh, yeah. See, man, like, yeah, you're just looking at a normal NBA or NHL schedule. Yeah, yeah, we're right. <laughs> Which is weird to think about. <laughs> it is. But here's the thing, too. Uh, like, what I was thinking about real quick was... I don't know how long their contract is, like, you know, the the CBA or whatever the hell they call it in baseball. But what if this is the start of shorter baseball seasons? You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, I could, not like immediately, but this could be the start of a shorter season. Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it might. If, like, you know, suddenly there's, like. Or not necessarily a shorter season, but, like, less games is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not a shorter season, less games. I mean, you know, I've always been a proponent of a 100-game season, but whatever. But, yeah, but, no, seriously, this could be the catalyst towards that because players are going to – if this, if it does happen, at least for me, players are going to get their money um, and they're going to feel better and they're going to want to go harder. And they're like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't play as many games as we've been playing. You know, there will be all types of controversy and shit like that. But I could see this coronavirus – you know, the world's not going to be the same, you know, going forward. And, uh, I don't know. President said everything's going to be the same. Oh, yeah, that's true. Everything's going to be magically better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, yeah, this shit's going to, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it sucks because it's coronavirus and it's killing people. Um, but on the, you know, the, the social aspect of it, it's, it's interesting to, you know, like, and I don't want to get my words all fucked up here, but, um, it's no, because we will, we will come out of this no matter what happens in a new reality. Exactly. The world will be forever changed. Right, yeah. And it's, it's I, I want to see what's, obviously, I'm anxious. I kind of saw, I want to see what's going to happen, you know. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's uh, yeah. Fuck billionaires. <laughs> yeah, fuck billionaires, man. Fuck Jeff Bezos. You know, and uh, I shouldn't say fuck billionaires because not all billionaires are assholes. Publicly, um, I mean, fuck assholes, yeah, fuck all that. assholes, fuck, assholes. <laughs> fuck greedy assholes too. Fucking, you know, um, fuck the Scrooge McDucks of the world. Yeah, the Scrooge McDucks. Like, I got a fucking Scrooge McDuck pop. It's ten inches, and he's swimming in a pile of gold. It's amazing. Yeah, I always stare at it when I'm in the studio. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pops. He's so stupid. I fucking love it. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Let's go swimming in the fucking liquid gold coins, baby. All right. I'm rambling. We're done here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Minority Sports Report. Please follow us all collectively on the interwebs at TMS Report. Jason, where can they follow you at, brother? They can follow me at Julian Mitchell. That's his name. You can follow me at The Beatnik. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye.